It's your boy Kai. Welcome to the Kairos Has Friends podcast, where I sit down with the people that mean the most to me, and those people are my colleagues and my friends. If you like our comic book news nerd panel today, please be sure to follow me at The Vibe with Kai on your favorite social media platforms, or you can visit my official website at thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. This week, on our panel, we'll be talking all about episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, our Godzilla vs. Kong review, some Captain Marvel and Ant-Man news, and then we'll discuss whether they should or should not restore the Snyderverse. I know I have some thoughts on this. I know these guys do as well. Uh, please be aware that today's panel will... <clears throat> Look at that. I'm losing my voice already. Uh, please be aware that today's Mephisto panel... Taking your voice. It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto <laughs> taking my voice. He's taking over. Uh, today's wow. panel may contain spoilers for various MCU and DC products, including uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So if you haven't seen it, I mean, watch it. Turn your brain off and watch it for, for two hours. Uh, <laughs> joining us spoiler today, alert. We're not spoiling anything. Spoiler alert. You're not spoiling, we're not spoiling a thing. Uh, joining us today on our nerd panel, uh, back for another round of, of nerding out with me, we have my good friend, Jared Millian. Hi, Jared. How are you, my friend? Hi. How, how are you? How are you doing? How was your week? I'm good. It's, it's been a good week. I'm having my cats are acting like monsters, but other than that, it's been a great week. Now, in your cat's defense, I believe one is named Wanda, as in Wanda Maximoff. So that's one what is they named do. Wanda, and the other one's name is Loki. So, so I think all the chaos. You have, you have the, the god of mischief, and you have <laughs> chaos magic all in one place. So. <laughs> <laughs> they've um, lived up to their names <laughs> so i'm happy to see you my friend uh also joining us up for another round looking amazing as always jonathan v polanco hello yes, darling stop. hello hello good morning <laughs> so she's ready for easter girl she decided she's gonna go with a nice cold foil on the lid a little bit of pink up there and then we're gonna gradiate out with some blue yeah just living my uh pastel easter fantasy let me just <laughs> get ready for this uh lovely conversation that we have to have about all things comics and now nerd let the record show i was going to do the same color palette on my eyes yeah i we decided a, I right before. A picture and i was like girl like yeah. we can't both have the same eyes we can't, it's not we can't. so I, i'm letting him have this week and the week after that and possibly the weeks after host. that I know. I just—it's all about—it's all about you. So I just want to make sure. That. <laughs> That's the only thing I want to hear out of a man's mouth. That's <laughs> the only thing I ever want to hear. From a I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and then also coming back after uh, taking taking a week off, she is back and better than ever, looking amazing, yeah. looking, looking la, 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 beautiful. La, 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 la. Look at that smile. <laughs> my favorite, Jackie Beltron. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> yes. back. you. Oh my gosh, it was such a trying week. I got vaccinated. And honestly, what? We were in a coma for a day. Yeah. I would do it all over again. Totally worth it. Basement flooded three times, but I am back. I am stronger. I am Jackie 2.0, ready hey, to serve. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm so happy that you guys are all back, Jackie. At any point, did you watch? Did you watch last week's panel with uh, with Bruce, your your replacement? I did. Bruce, we love you, Bruce. Bruce. He was, he Bruce. was great. Yeah, no, he he was really good. Uh, at any point, were you saying I look better than him? I'm cute. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. I was just watching it, and I was just like laughing at you guys and hearing what you had to say and appreciating um, John's 
face that day. Yes. I know, I know. <laughs> shaved. But look, I shaved literally like four days ago and it's already back. I know. My my face grows back really fast as well. Like I can shave and then it'll grow back in like an like hour. You had just like a nice little stash. I know. I, and now, and now, now I'm like creepy McGee. Beard. Yeah, it's coming back. I know. It's coming back. I have to. I'm going to be late John Waters, not early John Waters. I, you know? <laughs> yeah. My significant <laughs> other is the same way. It's Play Doh hair. He shaves it off and just, and it grows Ooh. all back yes. in. Yes, like get, like legit. I'll shave it today. Give it like by Monday. I'll have like a five o'clock shadow again. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're all back. Let the record show, by the way, that last week's podcast was the second most listened to podcast uh, that we've done so far. So, Jared, I hope you feel better. I, hope I you don't know. because still I can't crack that top code. I did, well, the, the formula is removing me. I will never miss another one ever. <laughs> Girl, not all of us could be tops, all right? Sometimes <laughs> things happen. It's true. Like, that's a team. That's that's what a team is like. Oh my god, yeah. I love all of you so much. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get right into this, my friends. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Captain Marvel two and Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania which had some news popping out today. Uh, Following the most recent shift in Marvel Studios' 2021 film schedule with the delays of Black Widow and Shang-Chi, it looks like this new setback didn't affect the studio's current plans as they continue to forge ahead with preparations for the impending production starts of Captain Marvel 2 and Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. According to the Film and Television Industry Alliance, the Brie Larson-led sequel and Paul Rudd-led threequel are both reportedly scheduled to start their respective productions on May 31st. Ant-Man 3 is expected to film in London and Atlanta until September 24th, while Captain America 2 will be shooting in London and Los Angeles. There are currently three Marvel Studios product, uh, features that are in production right now. These include Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor Love and Thunder. All are filming in different locations with Spider-Man 3 in Atlanta, Doctor Strange 2 in London, and Thor 4 in Australia. Friends, we have a lot on our plates, but let's talk specifically Captain Marvel 2 and Ant-Man 3. How are we feeling? Uh, Jared, I'll start with you, my friend. Um, I'm super excited. I think it's really cool. You know, I think that Ant-Man having a third film is really cool. I think yeah. it's one of those things where if you kind of look at like, I don't know that like where we got some big comic heads here. So like we all remember when the Iron Man shift happened, like Iron Man was always popular, but the movies really moved him to like the forefront of like superhero culture, which he really wasn't comic wise. And I think what's really cool is they're kind of doing that with Ant-Man too, where they're like bringing Ant-Man kind of to the forefront of like this, of this whole MCU thing where like now we have big Ant-Man fans. It's also really cool. Like if anybody knows what they like, like um, the Wasp essentially, the, now what's the actress's name? Evangeline Lilly. Yes, she's playing Lost. No, she's Janet or no yeah yeah so janet's her mom mm-hmm. did we lose him yeah he, he froze he is bit. so f- upset he has so <laughs> many strong feelings hope, hope in the comics is completely oh, oh was i out for a minute sorry yeah you're, you're back now you're back now hope was completely something Hey, future Kyrus, edit that out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the fact that he's mad frozen with his arms up like Rocky right now. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my baby, Wanda Maximoff is really doing I good. Know. I love it. I love it. Wait, Jared, sign off and then sign back in. Uh, while, <laughs> while, while he's doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute him real quick. Uh, let's let's go to Jackie. Jackie, how are you feeling about uh, Captain Marvel and Ant Man and the Wasp? I mean, I'm happy to see more installments of anything. Uh, for me and Chris, uh, my significant other here, um, we live for Michael Pena in oh, Ant Man. <laughs> and we live for his stories. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, totally on an unrelated note, uh, Brie Larson totally looks like Lion out here and I'm living yeah. for Chris. <laughs> do you, do you, remember, you remember when she showed up in Endgame with the short hair? I love short hair, um, like uh, just in general. And when she showed up with short hair uh, in, in Endgame, I was like, yes, please. Yeah, they went through like her little phases of uh, hair moments, the long hair, then the yeah. pixie cut, and then well, she but that's the other thing. People, people have been saying that they think that she had short hair because when uh, Monica's mother, uh, Maria Rambo, when she was she died of cancer, she, they believe that she shaved her head in solidarity. Ooh. Oh. That's cool. I'm back, everyone. <laughs> that's Hi, Jared. Cool. Jared is back. Uh, no, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm one of the people. I know that there, there were a lot of uh, men, I guess, that did not like uh, it, Captain God. Marvel, and I, I'm like, man, the, woman haters clubs over and there. I, like, was Lord. it the greatest movie of all time? Mm -hmm. No, it was. It was definitely not the greatest movie of all time. But it wasn't a bad movie. I thought it was. Right. I thought it was perfectly fine. I, and I, I didn't mind Brie Larson. Um, I, I didn't mind Sam Jackson. It was cool to see uh, Agent Coulson again, um, you know, de-aged and all that. I thought that was, that was cool. Um, uh, Mr. Jonathan V. Polanco, uh, how, what, are, what are your thoughts on uh, Captain Marvel 2 and Ant-Man 3? Um, I love Ant-Man. A lot of people give Ant-Man a lot of flack and a lot of people like have said like, oh, it's like the worst of the series of them. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I don't accept the Paul Rudd hate ever mm. uh paul rudd is literally uh the, the photograph of dorian gray like he literally mm. has a picture of himself somewhere and like <laughs> that's aging and he's not yeah um i love evangeline lily i live for michelle pfeiffer michael douglas like all of these amazing actors are in this film and now they're gonna bring in kang the conqueror yeah of that and it's just like there's there's there that that is gonna like that is gonna be i think in the movie that's gonna catapult the the MCU into its future phases. I feel like I'm super excited about the multiverse of madness, yes. but I think the multiverse of madness is very much going to be like an Avengers Endgame level type thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to nod everything that's ever been done in comic books with Marvel, and you know they're just going to go everywhere with it. Whereas right. like Endgame was like all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, and I think that that uh, the Quantumanium is really going to be the one that's going to like throw us into the future and possibly yeah. give us the big bad. You know, what's funny is that even the second Ant-Man was quite crucial to everything mm -hmm. that happened in Endgame specifically, I guess. Without um, Ant-Man, they wouldn't have been able to go into the quantum realm and right. turn, turn back time and well, change the- Well, technically without, what was it? Was it a rat? Was it a rat that was in that little- It was definitely a little rat. It was actually, that rat. 
Yeah, his name is uh, 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 Octavius, but everyone calls him Gus Gus. He was actually in Cinderella several <laughs> several years ago, but he was stuck in the quantum realm as well. Time works different down there. I, I, yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought you were going to say that he was Mephisto, just like playing the cards. Yes. Possibly, girl. Watch, he is. You watch. Multiverse of Madness is going to come bite you in your ass. Mephisto's going to be all up and down that bitch, and you're going to be like, I don't know oh how to God. feel about my life now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited for, for both movies. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, did they oh, sl- also? I yeah. heard in the the like the I don't know if Jared's heard this. We have to get him back. He's probably checking his internet uh, connection <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Um, but I heard that Mystique and Rogue are supposed to be the foils and the the bad guys for Captain Marvel too. I think he said that. Yeah, yeah he's he the king, he's the that. king of rumors. He has all of the inside yeah. connections. All yeah. the rumors, girl. All of the rumors. So yeah, we have to get him back so we can confirm. So we need to write that down, and we're gonna have a list of questions for him <laughs> for, for when for when he's come, when he comes back. He's probably flipping out right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, why am I not here? Uh, which means that this will be the highest rated episode that we do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna be like what the hell um so yeah no i'm really excited for these two movies i think it's gonna be fun i'm excited for um specifically for ant-man and the wasp because mm-hmm. i think they did say that that's gonna be just like the other ones more of like a family um film mm-hmm. you know that everybody can come in and that's like in a way like low stakes but not really you mm-hmm. know um so i yeah i'm excited for that and i would imagine we're gonna get some more hope um hope van hope not hope um janet mm-hmm. janet uh some more janet accent uh, action and man if we can get all four of them you know uh i'm Hank here for and, it man and hope and janet and like all of them and all in one big action sequence that's that's great i'm excited i'm also um, just ready to see michelle pfeiffer fight again yes like, oh my gosh yes. give her give her a whip give her a whip oh my just god as a nod. Just just as a nod. she's so pretty so Listen. pretty. Wait, what did Jared say? I don't know why my uh, internet is doing this, but I'm trying to get back on all. Oh, so uh, uh, he really wants to be here, ladies and gentlemen. He's he does right. really <laughs> want to be here. I, um, so let's so let's let's talk a little bit about about this thing right here. Oh my gosh! Godzilla versus Kong. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong, the Warner Brothers and legendary action film is expected to draw the largest weekend crowds to movie theaters since the start of the COVID-19 panorama more than a year, which which happened more than a year ago. So good good for that movie. Uh, The monster movie could bring in ticket sales of about 22 million between Friday and Sunday and as much as 38 million over the extended Good Friday holiday weekend. Like we said uh, right before we started broadcasting today that Jesus is coming back and Jesus is confirmed to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic yes, Universe. Queen. Yeah, so we're really excited about that, Jesus. Uh, box <laughs> Office Pro estimated on Wednesday uh, all of that information. It had already generated almost 10 million in domestic ticket sales on its opening uh, late when it opened on late Wednesday. Uh, so far, the biggest movie-going night since the Panini started a year ago. Um, I think we all saw we saw we all saw this movie, right? Yes. Um, I was I liked it because like it was so it's fun, man. It's, it's so fun. over the top, and it's so ridiculous. Like, look at this picture. I mean, that's the thing. If look you, at this picture. If you first of all, like, props to movie theaters because this should be the movie you see in the movie theaters. This yes. isn't the one that you like you know, rent as a home DVD. I watched it at home with my surround sound system at three o'clock in the morning and my, my neighbors probably were super happy about that. 
But um, you know, the entire time I was watching, I was like, uh, "This, this is this is the IMAX 3D movie that you want to go see." Like, the I thing wish that's just, I like, really wish I saw this in the movie theater. I like we have we have Jared back. Hi, Jared. Hi, Jared. How embarrassing. Oh no! Here's the thing, Jared. Just so you know, while you were gone, that was our highest rated segment <laughs> that we've ever done. <laughs> it's not even premiered yet. I, my house is so crazy with the internet. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you're it's fine. Okay. No, you're fine. We're fine. Um, we're just talking a little bit about Godzilla vs. Kong uh, and how it, it became the highest grossing movie of the uh, of the um, all time. Uh, pandemonium beat, of all time. Avengers Endgame and and Avatar. And Avatar. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, uh, what's her face plays uh, Godzilla. What's the what's the woman that was in both? Uh, Scarlett Avatar. Johansson. No, no, Johansson. no. That was in. <laughs> My my future wife. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> she plays Scarlett Johansson's Godzilla. Got it. Yes, and then yes, yes. Zoe Saldana is King Kong. She, yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, did so the motion method. capture. Um, really, I, yeah, yeah. I really like this movie. I I really wish I did see it in a movie theater. Yeah. Um, as opposed to watching it uh, on on my TV, I mean, there was nothing wrong with watching it on my TV, but it, like this, the big, the big brassy like movie score, the the big special effects, it was so over the top. And I saw somebody wrote online, they're like, "This movie didn't make any sense. Uh, it made no sense. Like, how did one person get from this end of the planet to that end of the planet so fast?" I'm like, "That was the ridiculous part, not yeah. the not the." giant lizard with laser breath fighting a giant gorilla with a laser axe that wasn't the ridiculous right the the lizard shooting a laser into the center of the earth (laughs) and it literally just went all the way down okay cool girl it's like i described it is up real quick jackie it was like when people were were complaining during jurassic world that bryce dallas howard was running in heels they're like that is not believable and you're like you're watching a movie about dinosaurs dinosaurs in 2021 what were you saying jackie i described it as scrumptious garbage to people (laughs) where they're just like i I was i was explaining i was just like i have no idea what's going on this is the longest (laughs) daft punk music video i've ever seen and they were just like one of my friends was just like oh no we're about to watch that right now i was like surely you didn't get here Certainly you didn't turn on a movie called Godzilla versus King Kong and expect character development, plot, and all that stuff. Just accept the visual drugs that it is and turn your brain on. And that's like the thing is I feel like movies don't always have to be like Sophie's Choice. You know what I mean? Like, it's like every once in a while we can just have like, listen, if the graphics were bad, if the computer, if like all of like the computer animation was bad, I would be like, okay, but like, it, the movie looked great. It was it filled did. with like it, action. Uh, for me, like I think it's like fun to kind of just escape every once in a while. Yes. And I think that it was very much that for me. Like by the end, Charlie and I were so into it. And at the end, Charlie's like, I don't know who I want to win. I was like, <laughs> obviously King Kong. I'm like, obviously oh, yeah. King Kong. Well, in, in this in this movie, they uh, they were obviously for like 90% of the movie, Godzilla was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, like I'm sitting here. I'm like, Godzilla's a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dick. He's, oh, for me, like I said this in our chat, but I'm like, wow, they really destroyed that city in the end. And I was like, yeah. oh, God, they yeah. messed that city up. I mean, I was. Go ahead, Jared. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. Like uh, what I was saying in the chat is like, and then even like when they're recovering. Like they like knock King Kong down and he gets up and knocks the building down at one point. And I'm like, damn, like you think you're out of the woods. Like you think it's over, like the fight is done. And then King Kong knocks you out just like 
right. catching his breath like that's rough that's why that's the friends this is why i live in the suburbs because <laughs> there's no kong you know battle there's no aliens coming from the sky shooting a blue blue beam into space in Haddon in Heights, New Jersey. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing watching this movie that was the thing that i talked about i was like wow we think that we're like we have anxiety and oppression running rampant in our society now <laughs> if this is a reality everybody would be like what is the point there could be gigantic monsters falling from the sky or coming up from the ground at any moment there's no point <laughs> well yeah, that, was- that's the funny part because yeah you're absolutely right like i feel like if something crazy like that were to happen like at this point in our lives we'd be like oh well Sounds about right. Uh, 2021, girl. <laughs> what can we do? I was mad at Godzilla for a little bit. I was just like, wow, he's being a douche. And then uh, Millie Bobby Brown was just like, oh, they're trying to replace him. And it's just like, you know what? Yeah. I don't agree with him, but I understand this level of petty. <laughs> See, can I, if I can, if I can make one like assessment, because here's the thing. I said this in the chat. Big monster go boom, wash, rinse, repeat. That, that's the movie for anyone out yeah, there. Absolutely. There's no spoilers because they, the trailer told you everything you needed to know. <laughs> if you think that you're you're gonna go into this expecting some type of Oscar worthy like twist, by you shouldn't be watching a movie called Tong vs Godzilla. Exactly. You know what you're going to say. Right. But the entire time that I was watching them fight and their story, I was living for it. But I was so bored with the human element. I was like, girl, take the human. I don't care. I don't care. Take him out. We don't need it. We don't need it. Yes. I don't care. That's how that, that's that's John to be to be honest that's the problem with most major movies like that because uh, I remember having uh, a similar uh, thought about you know the original well, not the original but the um the Godzilla from a couple years ago which I loved yeah. by the way I thought I, I loved the, that Godzilla I loved the um the Godzilla um, the first one and because this technically this Godzilla this iteration of Godzilla this is the third time we've seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any other big major monster movie where they smash buildings, you know, like any kind of kind of like kaiju type of thing, like that's the, the issue. I don't care. Like I, I love Millie Bobby Brown. I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't care. Exactly. That was exactly my entire thing. I was like, okay. Go back to okay. smashing buildings, please. Like the entire time and the movie was two hours and I was like, oh, that's fine. And it felt long because it, of the human know, element, like, you know? Honestly, do you know what monster movie though? Like, I don't mind that kind of character in Smash is that first Godzilla that came out in like 2000 mm-hmm. when it's when she's like a lady. Oh, it's a, like a lady lizard. Oh and, like, no! She, like, lays, like lays the babies. That movie I like <laughs> in that way because it's almost like it's almost so. Are bad. you talking about the one with Matthew Broderick? Matthew yes. Broderick. Yes. Oh my god, yes. that movie and Hank Azaria. No, I remember that no, movie. Baby. I remember. I remember. They, they laid we're eggs. usually so like-minded. Why? <laughs> they, like, they laid eggs in Madison Square Garden. Because that movie reminds me of like. The, it's so ridiculous like I like like yeah. this movie I agree that like when we're seeing Millie Bobby Brown like I don't care about it but in that movie I'm like oh I think it's ridiculous that they're following these people around and what they're doing when a di- like I don't think it's like cinematic masterpiece don't get me wrong but <laughs> I like it for like what it is whereas yeah. in this movie I'm like let's just see the monsters the whole time like right. if I don't have Hank Azaria or like Matthew Broderick like you know what I mean it's like I like that movie because I'm like, you seriously have like Matthew Broderick chasing Godzilla like that. 
like Ferris Bueller. In, in your like, defense, Jared, I'm actually with you. I I, I remember when that movie, that movie came out in what 95, 96. No, it's like, I think it's like 99. 99. Like, oh, Jesus right Christ. Before I, so right I was before. 12. I was 12. I was 12 years old at that point, and I, I remember going to see that movie in the movie theater and being frightened, frightened. Like, because at the time, like, I wasn't going to see movies because they were Oscar. I knew nothing about the Oscars. I just knew that there was a big monster and yeah. it, laid, it laid eggs in Madison Square Garden, a place that I had been to. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, but I, like, love, I love anything that's, like, that kind of, like, a monster. Like, I love, like, Cloverfield or, like, anything. Oh, Cloverfield's yeah. great. Yeah. Cloverfield, I like Cloverfield Lane. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. That was, oh, my God. for me like overfield so i think this movie like the only my only issue with it is first of all i view it very similar y'all are gonna laugh at this but i view it very similarly to the way i view wonder woman 1984 is i do not i did not go into it expecting to be like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen i i looked at it and i was like all right it is what it is and i like it for what it is but Mm. if i had one criticism i would have either wanted more understanding what any of these characters because i I didn't care about any of them except for iron man's ex-girlfriend she's the only one i cared about and um more monsters that's you know what i mean like either focus on just let me watch them fight for two hours or let me understand what's happening with iron man's girlfriend because i don't get it wait who was iron man's girlfriend are you tripping I don't know what her character's name was she was opposite she was opposite um alexander skarsgård Eric Northman. Wait, oh, the, the one with the daughter? The, the one, no, not daughter. The she was in, little girl. She was she's in Iron literally Man 3. She's in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the woman that ha- that was speaking sign language? Are you talking about the, the one that yes. died? Yeah, yes. her. her. Yeah. That's Iron Man she's 3. She's in Iron Man 3. Is she really? She has like a huge arc in Iron Man 3. Oh. This is why you need to watch movies more than once, Kyrie. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't I even do remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember her at all. That shows how much I thought about She's Iron like Man 3. She's like the one at the end. Here, spoilers for Iron Man 3 if you've been living under a rock. She's like the one at the end that's like working with Killian. And yeah. it turns oh, out, okay. And it okay. turns out that like she then, she gets blown up in the house yes. with Pepper and, and Iron Man. Okay. I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that was her. I haven't seen Iron Man 3 since I watched it in the movie theater. I probably watched it like literally last week, to be honest. Last week? <laughs> yeah, I, I like, for me, like, you know how people put mindless TV on? I'll yeah. just like put the Marvel movies on. Like if I'm like, cleaning fair. the house or something, I'll just like put them on. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, so that's Godzilla vs. Kong. I, I mean, I recommend it. I liked it. Turn your brain off for two hours. Uh, there's no Snyder s- slow motion in it, so um, it, it could have easily been three and a half that's hours. That's not true. Kong coming down with that ass, girl. He was like, <laughs> As soon as Kong picked up that axe, I'm sorry, but as soon as he picked up that axe, I was like, all right, this is the movie that, okay, yeah. I am, I'm like, this is where we are. I'm like, Kong of Asgard has the act. All right. All right. I loved it because I was like the anthropologist to me was like, yes. Speaking of of Snyder, slow motion, slow motion for me. Uh, Should they restore the Snyderverse? Uh, The push for DC to course correct and make Snyder's plan a reality the logical next step of a fan base who already got their way once. So much of the discussion around wanting to see the Snyder Cup in the first place hinged upon fans insisting that Snyder's unique vision should be realized, and they were, strangely enough, correct. 
The positive critical and audience reception has validated those feelings with the consensus being that Snyder's voice made Justice League more coherent throughout, which I agree with. But the question mm-hmm. at hand, my friends, is should they restore the Snyderverse? Jared, sir, should they restore it? Um, I'm actually going to say no. I'm with you. I, I think that, um, as JoJo said in the early 2000s, it is just too little too late. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to wow. Jojo, by the I way. Jojo's, Jojo's doing her thing. I don't know. I just, Jojo's doing her thing, by the way. So the quick yeah, side Jojo bar. will be She's a doing guest her thing. on next week's panel. Jojo uh, will be okay. a guest. <laughs> I just am at a place with it for me. I had this, I, I, I'm getting my mother into superhero movies and she's like asking me like fun remedial questions that I'm able to answer and stuff. And like, we actually talked about it yesterday where I was like, it's, like the DCEU reminds me of the government where they're like, they hear everyone's cries and they do nothing about it. And then when they do it, it's like, what are you doing this for? We asked for it five years ago. I think it was cool to put the Justice League out. But for me, I think that they should literally stop making DC movies for like four or five years and start again because it's just, there's no continuity. It's too hard to understand. And now they're canceling these other projects to potentially make what it's like it's not working like it's just i don't think that the justice league was good enough i think it was phenomenal but i don't think it was good enough to warrant them restoring i agree jared i agree 100 and and i like don't get me wrong the this new snyder cut justice league i was a fan of i really enjoyed watching it it was so cool so on and so forth i'm glad they gave them 70 million dollars i would i would imagine half of which went to the people that came back for reshoots exactly Um, but with that said, I don't need it anymore. Like they tried, they it didn't work and that's okay. I think they should continue to focus on, you know, I like the kind of one-off things. I'm excited for, you know, Suicide Squad doing its own thing. I'm excited for Wonder Woman doing her own thing. They, we have Flashpoint coming soon. That's going to be its own thing. Um, we have Sh- uh, Shazam, uh, another Shazam coming. We have Black Adam coming. We have Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, you know, the Joker movie that came out a couple years ago uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. You know, like, I'm, I'm okay with There's going to be two more like, of those. Like being its own thing. And obviously we have the new... Uh, uh, Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson, which they confirmed this week is taking place on Earth 2, they said. Um, and it's, I, I don't even think they need to clarify that. Like, it's just like, it is what it is. People just go to the movie and just whatever. But I think this, to me, the Snyderverse is is done. John, what do you think? Uh, I, 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 I very much enjoy Justice League. And again, I, I hated the original Justice League. I hated the first Suicide Squad. I hated Batman v Superman. I, I genuinely, I, I did not enjoy anything. I didn't enjoy Man of Steel really, uh, like except for Henry Cavall just being delicious. But like that, at the same time, that only goes so far for me. Unless like I can only look at a shirtless man for two hours so long before I'm just like, okay you know shit or get off the pot give me more or, or end the movie you know like and i just i was like i was always underwhelmed by the Snyderverse. and then i watched this and i heard again i was like this this movie's gonna be garbage i was like it's gonna be stupid it's gonna be bad i'm not gonna enjoy it and god did i eat my words for all four hours it was a long time eating my words but at the same time it was i enjoyed it i enjoyed the coherency of it i enjoyed the story i i loved the grandiose epic you know nature of all of it i just i really was 
invested in the characters and in the the story arc and everything and I really enjoyed what what they did and honestly the biggest thing that I took away from this is god WB really just screws their movie like their yes. their directors over so hardcore because that's the other thing now the newest thing is the release the air the air cut for the oh, first for suicide, suicide squad, squad. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like that's that's now my question is like you know I know that the MCU and Kevin Feige, they don't really give their directors really free reign, whereas WB kind of gives their directors a little bit more free reign to kind of create their own voice. You know, that's why all the movies are so drastically different from one another. Um, but again, I would be interested to see where this story goes. I'd be interested. I loved the nightmare scene. I, regardless mm-hmm. of how much I, because again, I don't enjoy Jared Leto, but at the same time, I enjoyed him more in this film than I did in any of the previous ones. So I was like, if I had to see more of this character, maybe I could warm up to him. Maybe something, something you know, could come of it. But at the same time, I think that you guys are right. I feel like there's so many different projects coming down yeah. the, the pipeline. And characters that they haven't even touched. Thing, you know, and it's just, I, I feel like it, at this point, it's, it is too little too late. It's, you know, if you, yeah. it, I mean, who knows? We don't know, girl, if, if they, they've been fighting about the Snyder Cut for three, four years now. So who knows? We right. could be getting the Snyderverse back, but it could be in a more simplistic view. Maybe they'll make an HBO Max series, you know, right. where it's just Zack Snyder and them doing what they did with, <laughs> with WandaVision, giving right. him the same budget that they right. would give for a and movie. I, but I, did read an artic- I did read an article today that uh, that said that Dwayne Johnson is trying to convince Henry Cavill to come back as Superman in some fashion for his Black think, Adam movie. I just don't think that's going to happen because all there's right. like all these talks about Henry joining the MCU. MCU yeah and I just think mm-hmm. like I think it's interesting that you bring up the point of like Kevin Feige because like I think what's brilliant about Kevin Feige is they do they don't necessarily give their directors free range but like they have these meetings with Kevin Feige where mm-hmm. he's saying what the end goal is for these characters so it's like it like with um well, who directed WandaVision I can't believe I forget his name Matt um, um, Matt Shackman. Matt Shackman yeah so it's like Matt Shackman, like, essentially, like, they, they're like, okay, we're going to give you this story. You're going to take control of this Wanda story, but this is where Wanda has come from, and this is where Wanda is going. So whatever you do can't really intercept with that. And the issue with, like, for me, and I've watched, like, don't laugh at me, but I've watched that Justice League cut, like, four times. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I think it's great, but it's almost like, it's like a, it's, it, it to me it feels like a conclusion because I'm like sure. wow this is great they fixed what they messed up but like I don't need to see an A or cut of Suicide Squad because for me like I don't need to like you guys if you fucked it up the first time I don't need to see it like redone yeah. like just do it right the first time. right you know right. what I mean I'm with you I'm with you 100%. y'all have millions of dollars like <laughs> yes. it's like it's, like it's like this Thanks isn't so an independent film like yeah Right. And, and, and there's other characters too, that they haven't, that they really touch. Uh, Jackie, what are your thoughts? Should they restore the Snyderverse? If they do, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't watch it, which is. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah. Cause we would all watch it. We all know we'd watch it. Um, So, I mean, my whole stance is I don't care if they make Mm. it, I'll probably watch it. I'm a little fatigued. Just don't rehash any more old things. It was 
fun to watch this rehashing of the original Suicide Squad. I don't know Suicide Squad, Justice League. Yeah. But I just, I don't stop revisiting old things. We've done it. Let's move forward. I'm fatigued. And uh, to harp off of what John was saying, um, yeah, after watching so many movies like Suicide Squad and Man of Steel, Man of Steel, like Superman, we've done it so many times that it's just like mm. I'm fatigued there. And you know what sucks about that Man of Steel movie it was that Russell Crowe was such a really, like I was so interested in that Jarrell and I was thirsty right, yeah. for something different. I thought Russell Crowe in that movie was great. I wanted just a movie about Jarrell. Like I didn't know anything about Jarrell. This Jarrell was so different. And then they just reduced him to like five minutes. Not right. even. I, like that. I think that's that's a cool call out too because mm-hmm. I think like Superman 2 with Christopher Reeve is so phenomenal so like I think it was so cool to like have the Kryptonians and like I, I don't hate Man of Steel I think it's a great film I like Man of Steel too yeah. but I agree that like they bring in these characters it's it's very similar it reminds me of Wonder Woman where they bring the Amazons in and it's like we get such a little we get so little of them and they're such massive characters in these mm-hmm, comics where right. you don't have you have so much to work with that it's like you see this Jarrell and you have literally Russell Crowe right yeah. and it's like and, then you, and it's like listen these Marvel plays no games they're like all right we'll give them to DC and then now Russell Crowe is in Thor he's in Love Thor and Love and Thunder yeah mm-hmm. so it's like it it just for me is like there's not it, it it's disappointing i love the dc universe but for me i think that like the snyder i think this was a beautiful finale i agree um the, i i don't know if you heard but uh, russell crowe will be playing the role of storm in <laughs> thor 11 thunder so you are about to write a check that you're behind can't cash because i'm waiting i'm waiting He's not playing Storm. Who he is playing, that we're assuming, is um, uh, Mephesto. Oh Mephesto. Mephesto. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll think of it. I'll remember who he's playing in a minute, and I promise uh, you that it adds more to my theory that Storm will that's be. That's fair. Playing. That is fair. Listen, I oh. hope, here's the thing, Jared. I hope I'm wrong. I do. I really Sometimes hope I'm wrong. Sometimes I think, Tyrus, that you, and this I actually really respect. <laughs> Sometimes I think that you don't like to buy into those like those theories because you don't want to be disappointed. So I think that, that sometimes that's partially like, true. Correct. I'm not signing up for Storm because I'd rather just be surprised. Mm-hmm. So I kind of dig that. For me, I just like am so anxious to see my queen be reprised <laughs> in this universe that I'm like, oh, is that her? Is she in this? Is she in that? Right. Jared, I'm like, oh, Jared. there's lightning in Thor. Storm's in it. Jared, real quick question. We were talking about it, but you you were going through internet problems because Wanda Maximoff mm. is really coming mm. through your life. Um, uh, do you think that uh, Mystique and Rogue are going to show up in the next Captain uh, Marvel movie? Yeah, I, I said that actually on our very first uh, podcast. I do because any of the leaks that I've read without ruining spoilers have said that the mutants is going to be to the X-Men what Avengers was to the Avengers, meaning that all of the characters in the mutants will be characters we've seen already. Mm -hmm. So I do believe, I also think that a huge arc in Captain Marvel, a lot of what the sexist people that hate Captain Marvel say is that like they hate her ego and they hate how like egotistical Captain Marvel is, which is confusing to me because they don't mind it when Tony Stark does it. But with that being said, I think that a woman be powerful. I think that they've built Carol up this large to bring Mm -hmm. her down. And I think that the only person really that it would be 
I Storm is my favorite Marvel character, but Rogue to not touch upon the rivalry between Carol Danvers and Rogue would be such a miss for the MCU. It just would be such a miss because it like rivals Venom and Spider-Man in the Marvel comics. It is a massive rivalry that is still going on to this day in the comics. Right. I I feel, and here's here's the skeptic in me. Um, so I feel like they're building up more for secret invasion than anything else. Yeah. Uh, like over the mutants. That's the I that's that's the other to kind of like jump off of what you were just saying and what John's saying, uh, what John asked you and what you were saying before about my thought process. Um, it is partially just being like, uh, of course, I don't want to be disappointed, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, but the other part of me is that I think it's so clear that they're building up towards secret invasion, which technically we haven't even remotely even started yet. Yeah, and I feel like they're, the surface. right. So I feel like they're not going to really start introducing ma- like anything major mutant wise until secret invasion is like in full effect, because um, I, I just, I feel like they, like th- that's what, that's clearly what they're building up to right now um, with, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, just like with WandaVision where we got that um, scene at the end with, uh, with them taking Monica up in space, the scrolls uh i wouldn't be surprised if honestly we got something similar like that'll be the connecting thing amongst a lot of the tv shows my other major thought process is this in regards to the disney plus shows i don't think that will in any of the disney plus shows i don't think that we're going to get anything of significance in the tv shows i think we'll get like an introduction to characters and some characters being fleshed out and some returning character like minor characters and stuff like that like i wouldn't be surprised if we got like a uh, a maria hill in in like a future episode of um oh of, definitely of, definitely you know like and uh what's that what's that woman in thor that <laughs> that they just forgot about um uh, I can't remember her name, but she was. Not she, Jane Foster. No, no, she was up there on Asgard with. Uh, she was like a main character. Oh, Sif, Sif, yes, yes, Lady Sif is already confirmed to be in. Um, Sif is in, I think, the next door, and I think right. she might be. I think there's another thing that they've. Con- I yeah. think Sif is in Hawkeye, which is weird. Right, I think, right. but I think it's something like that where they've confirmed Sif is right. In. Yeah, Sif's I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, the, if, if on the Disney Plus shows that we learned that 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 they're, I don't want to say insignificant because they're definitely not right, but they're more in their own world than we realize. Like I, and this is going to sound crazy. I don't like the everything that happened in Westview. I don't think the word Westview will come up in significance in any of the movies. So I want to, if you don't mind, I want to piggyback off of that because I actually disagree Yeah. because Mm -hmm. I think they're doing it for two reasons. Here's the, the artist in me thinks they're doing it to flesh out the universe in the exact same way the comics did, where there's so many different moving parts that go into the movies that I feel like they're trying to do that. I also think that Disney is always at the forefront of innovation. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I know this sounds crazy and I know Kairos, you'll hate this, <laughs> but I think that Disney and Marvel, in my opinion, will be the first company to completely move from movie theaters. And okay. I think I mm. think that what they're trying to do is essentially be like 
you have to see these to understand these. I think they're no longer catering to, I think they're catering to the entirety of the universe versus just people that like action movies. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think I, I like, would I would agree with you. I see your point. I would agree with you if they didn't push back Black Widow so much. If they were trying to push that platform as much as, as we're suggesting here, they would have released Black Widow at, at the latest fall of last year, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I also just feel like it would be a waste. It would be such I, a yeah, waste. Yeah, sure. I know, I hear you. I agree. Not intertwine the films. I agree. It's like, why are you doing them then? Who cares? You right, know? right. I, I agree. And that and that, <laughs> that was the disappointing side of like the uh, of, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, was a show that I loved, right? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And like it was the whole thing was built off as like, like the, the motto of the show was it's all connected right but come to find out it definitely wasn't <laughs> and, because and it, i think yeah. it's impossible to do it episodically i think sure, you can't sure. do it in a show that could have multiple seasons that has like, like 22 these, episodes yeah there's yeah, all yeah. these rumors of like wandavision having a second season and i would be how what do you do where does it I go would be you've right. gone through all the seas the all of be, the time it would feel yeah. like such a money grab i agree I would yeah be so disappointed it'd be a money grab because we, we would all watch it what happens but it's like for me, like I read this whole thing when I was like trying to figure out who the villain of WandaVision was. And essentially like Kevin Feige was like, grief, grief is the villain yeah. of WandaVision. And I was like, <laughs> about it, that makes sense. But I think that like, because it's, in my opinion, if they're not going to push the platform, then it's like, why not just make WandaVision a film? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why not just make it her first? You. I so we'll you. see. I, I think that you and I are honestly probably both right. I think there's probably sure. like both, but I think that there's probably going to be, I think we'll get something, but maybe not as much as I want and maybe not as little as you think they'll get. That's you fair. know what I mean? I, it'll be something in the middle or completely surprising. Completely yeah, exactly. surprising. Like, like, and, and we're going to get into this uh, because we're going to talk about this. Let's watch this segue. Um, where we were talking, <laughs> where we were talking about um, something that I did not expect. We got a cool cameo, which we'll talk about at the end of this episode. Which the I, the, 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 the thought of this never crossed my mind until this cameo popped up. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. So let's talk a little bit about episode three of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, with each episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes continue to unravel the long-winded thread of the MCU's history with Super Soldier Serum, while simultaneously expanding upon the new world of the present. Uh, though last week's installment ended with a tease of Baron Zemo's imminent return, this week also saw Sharon Carter reemerge from the shadows, as well as a familiar face from Wakanda. The third episode, titled Power Broker, continued to delay the series' reveal of that uh, Tyler character, uh, titular character, the mysterious person chasing after Carly, but it did not, uh, but it did answer a lot of questions about his past and his conflict with the freedom fighting flag smashers. Halfway through Falcon's run, it's beginning to look like the Power Broker is now the show's true villain. Between Carter's return, Zemo hitting the dance floor as a free man, which was hilarious, and a cameo, and a cameo from uh, from Io uh, from um, uh, Black Panther. The third episode delivered a handful of surprising moments with a lot to unpack. So let's dive right into this week's episode. Jackie, what did you think uh, overall about this week's episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It was good. I really like to see Purple Mask Zemo, which is yeah. um, I like Zemo in the Falcon and Winter Soldier comic. I think he's just a fun villain uh, that they have to work with. So it was fun to see that. Uh, I, I live for the dance scene. That was amazing. <laughs> I was all about it. All about it. 
as far as the ending, like I kind of, I kind of had a feeling that there was going, like it was about time for them to intervene. There's so much vibranium. I know I said in the chat, I was just like, you know, at least they care about the shield because they did not pick up that old rusty vision that they left on Wakanda grass. But that's because that other dude of, did. That other dude got vision. The one from WandaVision took him. The FBI guy. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but like, how did the? Here's the thing: Wakanda's borders are so strong; they are so gung ho about keeping this vibranium in line. The only white guy that got into Wakanda, or the one of the few white guys that got into Wakanda, was Martin Freeman's character. Yeah, and um, I mean, but they were also ground zero for the snap. Like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, true. There was a lot happening. They, <laughs> exactly. Their, their that's true. Was, snapped out of existence well because so wanda the, like okoye basically became like acting monarch i guess because she was the highest ranking person as she deserves and deserved. you know so i again it wouldn't surprise me if they were like in the chaos they snuck on like, in yeah you know they snuck in him. they grabbed it or something or maybe they i was brought thinking vision that back I was, well vibranium vibranium has and, always know. been vibranium has always been um on the market because even if you look at back during um was it age of ultron when yeah what's his, uh, when what's his face was introduced um queen um Lover. and Lover. and so in that movie the whole like it was all about the vibranium uh in, in that movie because i remember what was that what was that a shipping yard that what's his name the guy from lord of the rings um, yeah they, oh, well, claw. But that, te that technically happens in wakanda is yeah. it because, is, is yeah. that in wakanda well, it's like in a shipping yard off the coast because Banner reads that thing where they're like, it's he's like, it's in some African language. And gotcha. they're like, what? And he says it's in Wakanda. And then um, Steve Rogers like makes a face and then mm -hmm. they go to that shipping yard. That's where like all that happens. Right, right, right. What's that, what's that character's name? I can't think of it right now. Aww. Claw, yeah, that's right. Yeah, called K L A W, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 if, yes, I'm, yes. if I'm correct, even in the, earlier in the episode, they allude to. Wakanda. Oh yeah, yeah. He um, mentions Wakanda. Yeah. He says something so, about Wakanda. Yeah, so I just had a feeling, I had a vibe that they were going to intervene very soon. What the uh what you call it with the vibranium is running amok. They're playing puppet with vision. And now um they gave the shield uh to a museum, which I don't know why he thought that was the right thing. I understand why he'd felt like the burden of it, but I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to hand it over to a museum. This isn't Indiana Jones. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my judgment. Everything else yeah. was perfect. I yeah, I, I, I really like this episode uh, a lot. John, what did you think of uh, episode three? Uh, I, I loved it, honestly. And like, this is, this is also me just being like spoiled with WandaVision. Like I'm literally watching it right now. Um, they they didn't really have me like th this was the first time that i was watching this uh, the series like the next day not at 3 a.m you know mm -hmm. when it releases like and I, it really didn't get me but and this one i for, i watched the first 10 minutes at 3 a.m and i just wasn't invested and i fell asleep mm -hmm. and then i woke up and honestly i wish i'd stayed up because after those like those initial 10 minutes it just it went like a bullet train and it was so like it was it was great and i, I genuinely yeah i was like when i was watching this episode i was like okay the falcon and winter soldier are here like they've been here but like they're here like this is the episode that i needed 
to really get me super invested in the episode and and in the series. And Sharon came back. I was screaming. She was badass. So when yeah. they were when they were on the inside, just casually God. talking to that scientist, right? And then Killing she's holding people. down the fort. Like yeah. we're talking like people dozens of like people. Crazy. She like, whipped oh, that knife like nobody's God. business. Right? <laughs> that's the thing. Like usually, and that was the thing. Like usually, a lot of the characters in the MCU, they almost pull their punches or it's like alluded that like they got knocked out like old school Batman, like bam, pow, boom, like, but this one, it's like, no, she was dead, like dead, like it was, it was fairly, it was a fairly, that whole scene was a fairly violent. I felt like that was more violent than what we're used to. Used to this whole episode was way more violent than what I'm used to in the the And I loved every second of it. I I, I loved it. Jared, and what did you I'm, think? Oh, sorry, God. Oh, sorry, sorry. God, um, Just the the end for me when yeah. um, there Bucky's walking through the streets and he just sees this little bead and I'm yeah. like, bro, no, I, that, I, was, <laughs> I was like, wait, that's that because I was like, those are the beads that Shuri usually wears and stuff like, that. and I was like, no, is Shuri about to show up? And I was screaming, I was like, no, 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 and then he found a set going, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, right? I knew, I, I knew so something so was up because like, like ah! when he when he was just suddenly just like. Uh, I'm gonna go for a walk. I was yeah. like, mm. I was like, uh, no, you're not. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I, I I loved it. This was a great cameo. Uh, Jared, what did you think of the episode? I agree. Um, it was probably I 100% agree with John. Where it was definitely I was in. I'm like you guys know. I'm like I bleed Marvel comics, so I'm gonna watch anything they do. But I definitely was like, all right, like I told you, like my boyfriend is not watching Captain and Winter Soldier, or Captain and Winter Soldier, um, <laughs> the Falcon and Winter Soldier, because he's just like not as interested. I'm going to watch it, obviously, like I'm interested in it. But this episode reminded me of the fourth episode of WandaVision, where I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm in yeah. now. I'm signed up. I took a bunch of notes so I could sound smart, but I... Uh, <laughs> So I said, first of all, not counterfeit cap going, do you know who I am? We don't know you. Wait, so, how dare you? He was like, he was like, he was like, do you know who I am? And the guy was like, uh, yeah, and I don't I don't care. Also, <laughs> yeah. I said, I also wrote the fact that new cap said bullshit early was not lost on me. I was like, language. Mm. I said, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, a few other things that really struck out to me. I said, not Zemo from the jump with the words before even saying hello to Bucky. He's like, oh, he didn't waste reading time. out the list. I'm like, damn Zemo. I was like, <laughs> you can't. I'm like, damn, like you can't say hello. You already trying to do these like PTSD trigger words. For the I'm like, Jesus. And then he's like, I just wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know what will happen. That's you know, Zemo. <laughs> but um, I thought it was a kick-ass episode. I um, what's the character's name of the Wakandan. What's her character name? Io. So Io's a big part of the Fall of Wakanda comic series. She's a huge uh. role in that. So it's interesting that they bring her here. I also think it's cool because she was the first member of the Dora Milaje that we ever saw because exactly. she was in Civil War. She was in Civil War, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I love Okoye. So I was <laughs> for a second hoping that it would be Okoye, but it's okay that it wasn't. Um. I think it's a great episode. I also wrote down, I'm like, Sharon Carter, like, handling that group of people. I was like, can we can we have a moment and just give Give a shout out to Sharon Carter, please? Because she did her thing in this episode. Yeah, she really did. 
yo, did her thing. And she's Emily Van Dam is really great. She's a great actress because I just think it's like there was such a shift from her previous roles to this. Like she became so much more of like a Marvel character here because she's double-sided. And like I've said this on this yeah. podcast before, where what's brilliant about Marvel to me is that they care so much about the characters. I always use Peter Parker versus Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man yeah. because you care about Peter Parker. And I think what's cool with Sharon is they're giving her kind of that like light and dark side she's not just like a goody two-shoes now yes. she's like legitimately you're like first of all she handled like 30 men by herself by herself by, by herself. herself all while on the intercom also right. while communicating <laughs> right. like, all right y'all hurry up hurry it up, hurry it up. <laughs> i'm like damn sharon did peggy teach you that right <laughs> um, i love it can we also i i also want to give some love to uh to baron zemo baron um, zemo, you want to you want to talk about fleshing out a character um Seriously. i i'm really happy Seriously. that we got to see uh another side of him um i mean he to me and you might call me crazy for this to me he, he's he's he might be one of my top five villains in mcu i love zemo so much yeah i agree <laughs> You know? I also, I also, and that was before loved, this episode. I also love Daniel Brohl. I yes. think that's his last name. He yeah. is fantastic. I don't know if any of you have ever seen Alienist, but he, mm, he is in that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's been in a few projects where I just think he is just a fabulous actor. Um, he's shown so much range over the past few years, and it's really yeah. nice to see him um, given more dialogue as emo. Yeah, and 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 he has like a personality, like he, yeah. <laughs> like the, the scene in the dance in the dance hall. Like, come on, that was. Listen, I, I don't know if second. it's just because like I am a club kid. Like I am, I was raised in the club. Like I've always, it's a huge part of my gay identity is dancing and partying. So for me, I don't know if I just missed it, but I wrote this on my notes too, where I was like, that party looked lit didn't it yeah i you was wanna, like wait jared do you want to go to, Lo you wanna go to low town with me you want to go to low town with me let's go yeah, i'm down i was like <laughs> sharon carter giving us gatsby style parties i'm like go ahead <laughs> i'm like i think there's also more to the story of why she doesn't want to go back to america too i'm like i'm waiting for whatever it is like i saw some rumors online that they're like oh she's the um the pro what's his name the project uh the broker the, the power broker. broker i was like no I think there's something else going on there, though. I think we'll see more of Sharon Carter before the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I, I believe so. that. I hope so as well. I hope so as well. And what people don't know, what is the name of the town that they were in? Um, oh, Madripoor. Um, Madripoor. So, yeah. so let's wait. talk a little bit about Madripoor because uh, Madripoor plays a very significant part in the comics in relation specifically, and Sharon's going to love this, to mutants. Um, and they have, <laughs> they, have, they have introduced Madripoor um to to the world of, of the mcu um and um i don't think anything will come of it right now how because like even even the the person that they went to go talk to that woman um technically in the com i can't remember her name um Selby. But, yeah technically she's okay. a mutant in the comics um what can she do can she like connect with computers or something like that so like, there's not really so unfortunately with selby is it's not she wasn't around long enough there's a there's a, a multiple she's not the only person that goes by that name in the comics right so what's unfortunate about her dying so quickly is we're not sure if that was 
an Easter egg or if it was just a name they used. There's a sound engineer on the MCU movies with that last name. So we right. don't know if that was just like a nod to them. I, you know, I'm one for an Easter egg. Like I sent right. you all that picture of that door. But you also me, sent me a picture of Rihanna. I did. In, <laughs> because there's a rumor that Rihanna may be slated to play a character in the MCU. So she needs to drop an album first. Her, I don't want I don't want her in the MCU until she drops an album. So there's a picture of her close to Australia. Shout out Rihanna and thank you, beauty girl. <laughs> a Marvel encyclopedia. Right thank you, my mom. <laughs> with a Marvel encyclopedia in her hand. But regardless, that picture essentially, or that that character, and I'm one for an Easter egg. Unfortunately, I just don't think that was enough. Bigger Easter eggs that I found are them being on Madripoor and also showing that bar. That yes, which is, is a quite, yeah. Yeah, the it's bar, a really important bar. bar. I forget what it, the something, the monkey, the something monkey or yeah. something. Like, yeah, yeah. That bar. Brass monkey? Just, Not brass monkey. It's something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madripoor is a big part of Wolverine. Yes. More yes. than any other. It's, 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 it's really, it's, it's an X-Men thing, but it's very yes. much like Patch is on Madripoor. Like mm-hmm. it's Patch run by like another version of Wolverine in a different universe. So like- It's run by I, his son, Dokken. Dokken, Dakin. I think it was smart of them to use it. That picture I sent you guys was in the episode. So there's like literally an X on that door, which I don't I think it's think... anything. I don't think it's anything. I think it was just like a do not enter- Sign. Oh, come on. Uh, no, it's work. not. It's a very definitive X-Men sign. I don't know if it's going to come, if anything's going to come of it. I don't, yet. I don't know. I don't know. Are you saying that the X-Men, that the X, is that Xavier and the X-Men are an established thing that, that we just don't know about yet? It's Magipore. Oh. It's very, it's a very X-Men island. And that was a very definitive X-Men I X. Can't. You have to give it to them. It's a definitive X-Men X. It's definitely not a do not come in. They <laughs> don't make mistakes. They don't make it's mistakes. It's a circle. It's a circle That's connected with the X do in the middle. Mistakes. Do we need to go back to the first Spider-Man? Or Trevor. Trevor was a mistake. Whether well, they're willing I'm to saying, explain it what or I'm not. About, what I'm saying about that X on the gate, and anybody listening, there is in the background scene where Carly is talking to that man right before they blow up the building, that gate, there's a definitive X on the gate. The reason, like, listen, I don't trust them to not just be doing, I think that they're playing us on many different levels. Y'all are going to be very heartbroken. I think a big play that the MCU is doing is this Young Avengers thing. I think they're mm-hmm. going to make 100%. us think the Young Absolutely. Avengers are happening. Yeah. I think well, they're going to make um... us think it's happening and not give it to us for a very long time. But with that being said, I don't know. The reason that it, it struck me as interesting is it was on the building of that GRC, that, that, that like helping the world after the blip organization. It was mm-hmm. like right on the same building as that. So that was where I was like, wait a minute. Like, are the mutants hiding in some sort of other organization that we don't know about? I'm not looking too far into it, but I agree with Jackie where I'm like, it's too definitive. It's, well, well, okay, but you have to also take into account all the, um, the what you call it, the um, factors into it. Magipur is a big X-Men island. Um, they might as also, well be on Genosha. Like, they might as well be on Genosha. Like, yeah. like Magipur is so X-Men. And also, um, uh, at one point, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Kate, Kate Bishop doesn't seem to be canon right now, but um, we know that his daughter uh, looks like she's taking up the Hawkeye realm. So we know that it's a big X-Men island. We know that Hawkeye and 
his apprentice at some point take up a uh, some sort of thing in there. It's just too coincidence. That's what I'm saying. I, you gotta I give know. him some. I feel like I feel like you're like I don't I see know. anything. I don't I see know. that X. I, know. I saw the X. <laughs> I, I I saw the X. I just I I'm not. I I want I want us to be like yes, it's coming, it's coming. I just don't. And at some point in the future, it might be important. But you know me. I just I I'm not going. I can't. Mr. I'm not ready to say. I'll be that person. I, I think it say. would be like, like I've said this before, and I'm not just saying this because they're my favorite. The X-Men are the most popular team in Marvel Comics. I, so I agree. 100%. I, I think that, like, like I said this earlier, like before the Avengers were an MCU thing, like if you ask a non-knowing comic person, what's the biggest Marvel Comics team? They're going to say X-Men. They're not going to yeah. say that. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I this is where I'm going to be on the side of skepticism. Do I think they know what it is right now? No. But do right. I think that they might be just dropping something that they could use sure. for whatever they would like to use later? Mm -hmm. I, I will agree. I will agree with that. You know I, what I mean? I, 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 I will agree with that. That they're dropping perhaps little hints that could potentially be used in the future. Um, I will die alone on this hill. I will die alone on this hill. I'm not ready to <laughs> say how deep it runs. And quite frankly, I am going through an X-Men fatigue. I'm sick of them rebooting people. But um, but I, I just think it's a little too coincidental. They, they'll probably do something with it eventually. There's just no way. I did, and like I, I said, that one leak, the, the leak that I trust the most, the one that like I really do trust, like they said the mutants are going to be entering before we think they will be there. So I would not be surprised. It would make sense for Professor X to be in Multiverse of Madness. It would make sense yes. for, like, there's these different characters that make sense with these storylines. And comic heads are, I don't think the comic heads are going to tolerate another massive event that the x-men are a part of that happen in the films that are it's we, like to do civil war it. without the yeah. x-men like yeah. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's like they now that they have the rights like the next big event that happens like the x-men have to be involved in it because it's like you just can't do another that's what i'm saying like if they bring the new event the young avengers in before the x-men i'm gonna be like what are y'all doing i don't I, know I how you're gonna do this I, without them i i i, I I wouldn't be surprised if they did, though. That's the because thing. They because they had the from a to that before right. that. Right. If they, if, they, if they did anything X-Men related before they had the rights with the Fox merger, mm -hmm. then they could still get sued by Fox. So, yeah. And my thing is, like, so we already... And, we have the way, and here's the other thing. I also have to view it from like a non-comic book head, yeah. right? I have to view it from like general public view, right? Um, Disney and and Kevin Feige can do whatever they want, and they don't like even if it hurts our feelings from a comic book standpoint, they can do whatever they want, yeah. right? We already have established Secret Invasion. And in a way, we're starting to we're starting to get a couple young Avengers already, right? Mm -hmm. Just like we already know, like it's confirmed where they're filming stuff like right now with people that could potentially become young Avengers, right? There's been nothing mutant related. That's why I'm 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 all for mutant stuff. Like I can't wait till it comes, but I'm not going to start. I don't think I can start thinking of it 
until they start until they flesh out secret invasion i think yeah. that the the next big thing that happens is is secret invasion i i and can't what, I, I can't think of anything that happens before that and but also they have a point mm-hmm. well i'm sorry jackie what was that I, also, they haven't built in uh, interpersonal relationships between Avengers matters and X Men matters. So, like, well, like uh, with things at Wanda, in terms of like uh, any type of House of M inspired anything, it's like mm-hmm. I my brain can't see it happening without any type of X Men activity. But sure. they haven't built any interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Like, you don't care what's going to happen to. Uh, a, well, you care about Wolverine, but you're not going to care about what happens to Wolverine in terms of Wanda because Wanda and Wolverine have not had an interpersonal well, so relationship. That's, that's like the biggest, so that was the biggest, that this is me like shading myself, but that's the biggest argument against the Storm League in Thor is they're saying mm-hmm. that while it would be amazing to have her in it, they're saying it doesn't make sense for us as an audience to see Thor, yes. so, Storm holding the hammer when we don't know who Storm is. So what the guy exactly. that said the week is, he thinks that it's going to be an Easter egg that only the fans realize is her. He doesn't, he thinks it's going to be something where you're like, oh my God, and then it's going to be it. Regardless of that, to Kyrus's point, where I agree is I do think Secret Invasion is next. I cannot see them doing Secret Invasion with no mutants. Sure. I just can't. I just can't see that happening. Well, you both could be right. Like, Mm -hmm. it could be the secret invasion that leads into the mutants because because of the events of secret invasions where you don't know which Avenger is real, then these people who aren't kind of, like, on the grid or on the mainstream, like, in the know of who's who. Because, again, everybody in the universes know who these people are. They know who Wanda Maximoff is. They know who who Bucky Barnes is. They know, you know, when one or two of them have to actually get together and and actually speak about it, who Sam Wilson is. You know, like they know who these people are. So in Secret Invasion, we know who these people are, but these people aren't who they are. So how do you figure it out? So then the the only way that you could probably get anyone to fight that is okay, let's bring people who are unknown. Right. And then the I think I also selfishly, like, I also selfishly, like, do not care about the Young Avengers. Uh, <laughs> so I think, oh I think You're hurting like a, me. It's like a big part Don't of me. Don't let like, them hear you say that. Look at, them in their, look at them in their faces and you uh, tell them why you uh, don't like them. Uh, don't let them hear it. It's, not it's just, it. like, not my thing. It's, like, one of those things where I'm, like, I don't need... It was hard enough for me to like resign myself to the MCU without the X-Men anyway. So for me, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I don't need another team. Sorry, I'm like trying to plug my phone in. But I'm like, I don't need another team. I'm good. I don't need another team that's I not the X-Men. Storm doesn't show up in Thor. They're great. They're great for re- representation. The Young Avengers, yeah. if anything, they stand for representation. And well, I, if, I if, if, like we, if, if we've learned anything from the MCU, it's that they are far more patient than DC. DC. And if this was a yes. DC universe, they, the, uh, the, the X-Men would have been in three, three different people would have played every X-Men at this point. Exactly. We've <laughs> been, been like 14 different timelines. Um, yeah. But with that, with that said, I, 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 I'm really excited. I, the really exciting thing about Falcon and Winter Soldier to me as we head into these final three episodes is the fact that we've seen 95% of the footage from the trailer. Yeah. Like, so nine, like there's only, there's only like, like a couple things I'm like, oh, that hasn't happened yet. Like with, like we know that Sam gets the, the, shield. Uh, the shield back. We do yeah. know that. Um, yeah, it's just true. a matter of how. And um, 
so yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Um, that's a couple a couple small things just to kind of wrap up our, our little podcast today. Uh, first and foremost, today is Saturday, and I know none of you are excited for this, but I am. They released the trailer to the new Space Jam movie, and I'm, I'm excited. super excited. Okay. I'm okay. I did it. not see it. Oh yes. my god. Go, go online after this, John. Go check it out. And what I like about it is that it's taking that Ready Player One approach where there's a lot of like other entities other than the looney tunes that are coming into play like i saw the That's iron fun. the iron giant is in it godzilla oh God. is in la, it la, 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 la. yeah oh yeah it's, it's great there's it's great also also Kyrus, i don't know if you care but they released i hope we talk about it on here but they released the cover art for the mortal kombat film that's coming <gasps> oh my God. more techno music please one. So I'm excited about that. As well. That comes out soon, right? Doesn't that come out in April weeks? 16th? Yeah, 16th. I I want so much Mortal Kombat techno music that when I go see it in the theaters, I'm gonna bring my glow sticks and just. I I did hear that this Mortal Kombat is is one of the most gruesome things that people have ever seen and i'm excited because that's how it mm-hmm. should be that's it's mortal I, kombat. I love mortal kombat, I love mortal kombat. kombat. just like i say it's all these people complaining about Lil nas x just don't take your kids to see it if you're worried yeah, about them yeah like, you don't take your kid to a, a thing called mortal kombat and don't expect <laughs> gratuitous violence right? like part of it is your fault it's but also not artist response it's also not art or, res- or it's not the responsibility of art or artists to raise your children yes. point blank right. here also i'm sorry bitch uh, your children are eating Tide Pods. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. It's just such a clear. We could talk about that all day, but it is such clear it's, racism and homophobia. The way I, they don't like Will It's it's, racist. it's ridiculous. People want art that makes them comfortable right now, and that's not what art is. Art is supposed right. to start a conversation. And, and, and people what, only want to talk about the devil if it's white people talking about it. White right. straight people. And, and what Lil Nas X is doing right now to me is completely genius because he's playing into it, and people are like, yes. yeah. And like he knows exactly what he's doing. His team knows exactly what they're doing, and it's brilliant. Good for him. I hope that he continues to be successful. Uh, and then the last thing, I don't know if any of you are Star Wars people at all, but uh, I know, I, the bad I, know I am. Um, so the bad batch comes out may 4th may the 4th be with you uh i'm super excited about that i think that's going to be a lot of fun as well um that should be fun like i saw the trailer for it Uh, i'm like okay cool let's do it Uh, yeah that's gonna be a weekly episodic thing as well yeah yeah um it's uh, animated animated uh they also announced the cast for uh the the new obi-wan kenobi move uh, uh series that's coming out we are getting hayden christensen back as Listen, Darth Vader, as Anakin, picture, he does look handsome. Like, Wait a second, he does look handsome. He I'm excited well. for it. He did age pretty well, uh, and I'm excited for it. Even though we're probably not going to see much of his, his face, face, yeah, More you know. Um, but I'm excited for it. There's a there's a couple other people that I saw in uh, in it that I was like, okay, um, I don't know if I can find, I can't find the picture. Um, but yeah, there's a couple other people that I'm I'm excited for. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know when that comes out. Oh, I don't think they've started filming anything yet. Oh, here it is. Let me um I do hope that John Favreau is like I because honestly I feel like at this point after the success of The Mandalorian, I'm like John Favreau is to the the Star Wars universe what Kevin Feige is to the MCU. Like, I mean John Favreau's kind of that to the MCU to be honest. Yeah. Well, he started yeah. the MCU. He started yeah. it, yeah. Um this is a great cast. So look at this. You know, obviously Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, I love Moses Ewan Ingram, Joel Edgerton returning uh as as uh Luke's father, right? Did he play Luke's father? 
I believe he did. Uh, I think Joel, he might yeah. have. Yeah, he played in in in, uh, in earlier films. Bonnie, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to say names. Kamel Nanjiani, <laughs> who was in the Eternals, uh, who was also looking uh, ripped. Yeah, he looking yeah, ripped. Um, in uh, Indira Varma, who's from Game of Thrones, I, I love, love her. her. She oh. is great. Uh, Rupert Friend, I don't know him, but he looks handsome. Who is he? He's very handsome. I don't know. <laughs> but I, he's I handsome. Have to look. I have to Johnny look Depp up. and Orlando Bloom had a. Like, yes, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, I just saw who Indira had my favorite Game of Thrones death too. That was my favorite. Oh my god! Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. She dies. Spoiler. We have O'Shea Jackson Jr. AKA. Uh, uh, I, this is Ice Cube's son. Son. I, he looks yeah. so much like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we have Sun Sun uh, Kong, who is from the Fast and the Furious movies. Mm. Uh, Simone Kessel, I don't, I'm not familiar with her, and Benny Safdie, I'm not familiar with him. But he looked, he kind of gives me that vibe. Um, that uh, what's his face from uh, Batman and um, uh, oh, what's that movie? Ezra. No. Um, wait, no, 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 no. From the uh, uh, Nolan Batman, he played Scarecrow. Oh, oh Chillian Murphy. Yeah, Chillian Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the vibe I'm getting from him. So yeah, I'm excited for all of this. There's a lot of cool stuff coming up that I'm super excited for. Um, thank you, thank you, friends, for for sitting and chatting with me today. Always. I always enjoy my Saturdays with you um, and everybody else, and I can't wait to come back and. Um, I always say that there's nothing like this week, there's nothing really to talk about. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, Godzilla's coming out or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. So uh friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Everybody watching, if you enjoyed this, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Uh continue to uh to watch our little little panel that we do here uh on YouTube and on on on, on uh, Spotify and Apple podcast and google podcast um and if you enjoy this please follow me on your favorite instagram or on your favorite uh, social media channels including instagram at the vibe with kai you can also visit my website the vibe where i'm always posting blogs and videos and things that'll help you do good feel good be good and live a good life full of good vibes so my friends jackie jared john the three j's are back the three j's are back uh shout, yeah. out, to, shout out to michael anthony cray who will be joining us at the end of episode six. <laughs> we'll see you soldier. soon, girl. We'll see you soon. Uh, have fun with your family. Everybody else, uh, happy Easter. Uh, welcome back, Jesus. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. I'll call it a comeback. He's been here uh, for years. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Everybody else, thank you so much for watching. As always, God bless Bye, and good vibes. Bye.